people like us do things like this. So what does that mean and where does it come from? People like us do things like this. It's a way of communicating succinctly the message that you're trying to get to your market and it comes from Seth Godin. I've been attending Seth Godin's uh, marketing seminar since uh, around the 1st of January. So far, over 50 lessons have rolled out with a few more to go. The online discussion between students and assistants is ongoing for another uh, month or two. I thought I'd spend a little time sharing what I've learned from the marketing seminar in this week's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Hi, this is TP. Tim Patterson, this is Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for April 22nd, I guess it is, 2019. I'm a marketer, kind of. Uh, writer, author, project manager, salesman, client relations specialist, whatever that is, and so much more. We all wear so many labels, so many hats. But uh, back to this. People like us do things like this. Probably the biggest takeaway I've had so far in the marketing seminar, and it's really deceptively simple. Uh, Seth Godin, as you may know, pioneered the concept of perception, or perception, permission marketing in the 90s, which was a, a new way of connecting with potential clients and customers. Instead of battering people with messages that interrupt them, you look to have them invite you into their world and them into yours so you can have an ongoing dialogue about what you do, what's important to them, all with the idea of creating the change you're trying to make in this world. And of course, uh, this course has made me examine so many things about how I approach sales and marketing. I don't think anyone is really a natural at sales or marketing. Uh, yes, some are better, I think. Some pick up the basics better than others, but it's all learned skills and behaviors. So a couple of things I've learned. You can't be everything to everybody. So what Seth advises is to find the smallest viable audience for what you do. And if you do that, you can make a living at it. You can be pretty good at it. So what is the change you're trying to make? This is probably the thing that got me thinking the most and the most challenging thing. And I've always thought about this business from the standpoint of simply selling more exhibits and making people and companies look their best. But then I started writing books. I got a couple of books out. Uh, and it's, you know, when you come at it from asking the question, what is the change you're trying to make? You think differently about it. One of my changes is I like to make people successful at trade show marketing, just not sell them something. Uh, not only what change are you trying to make, but who are you trying to change? So you have to figure out who that person is or that company. From there, we examine the promise we make, uh, positioning, creating tension, and there's a whole lot of case studies in there. I'm sure I'm not giving anything away, but these are all uh, some fairly common ways of looking at marketing. But I have to say, uh, Seth Godin has a unique way of framing these topics and many more that I don't hear anywhere else. There are other marketers out there that do a really good job. There are many more that spout gibberish that really don't do much, but they act like marketers and they think they're marketers, although they've never gone to school about marketing or maybe not have a lot of experience. A lot of marketers seem to think, though, that blasting out a lot of social media ads on Facebook and Twitter will do the trick. And, you know, maybe there's something to that if you do it right. Uh, but the deeper I get into the marketing seminar, the more I think that most marketing you see these days is bunk. <laughs> but this is not. So, you know, you walk through creating a plan and branding and getting the word out, creating testimonials and endorsements. Uh, finding a tribe, uh, leading that tribe maybe, or being a part of it, and so much more. Uh, much more than I can even reference in this. So will it change my marketing? Probably. Hard to say. I really don't do that much marketing, but uh, this is giving me a different way to look at things and to talk about what we do at Trade Show Guy Exhibit. So one of the things that came through clear early on is that we as marketers need to define who we are for. For instance, 
I can't be the trade show guy that's going to do Nike's or Microsoft's new exhibit. I mean, could we? Well, I suppose, but it would be such a big stretch. I'd have to pull all sorts of various vendors together to make it happen. It would be way outside uh, what we normally do, and it would be a big risk. You know, I think it's probably better to stick with what works really well, and that is the part of the smallest viable market. I can say that one of the axes that we define and what we do at Trade Show Guy Exhibits is this, and it's helped to define this. Uh, we work with small to medium-sized companies that are in a growth pattern. That's very common with what we do. Uh, thanks to this growth pattern, they're in a position of uh, being ready to invest in a better exhibit, but that also means for most of them moving out of their comfort zone, having to deal with installation crews and shipping big crates and so on, stuff they haven't done much of, if any. So we help them navigate that process because that's what we do a lot of. So if that's you, and I've successfully communicated that message to you, that should ring true. Then you would say to yourself, that's what we need. I need to work with you. Now, not all of our clients exactly fit that description. It just doesn't work that way. Some are smaller and need a couple of banner stands and table throws, but you know, eventually they may move up to that uh, bigger category. So helping them now with the smaller stuff positions us as the right company to help them when they're ready to move up. Uh, other clients are already past that uh, the quick growth phase and they're in a slower growth, but they're bigger and you know they need a custom island exhibit. We can handle it and do a great job, but that's not where we spend most of our time. Maybe we'll move up as time goes on. Uh, I've taken a number of online courses, and while some were beneficial, most seem to come up short of what I was hoping, but frankly, the marketing seminar is over-delivering in so many ways I can't even count, and the price is so reasonable it was a little too hard to believe. Uh, so, yeah, it's great. Six months worth of lessons, which roll out every other day, actually about four months, and then you have two months to kind of go back and redo and reconnect with the people that are on there. So that's it. Uh, this week's trade show tip, eight questions to discuss regarding your social media engagement at shows comes from uh, one of the chapters in my book, Trade Show Success, 14 Proven Steps to Take Your Trade Show Marketing to the Next Level. So here are the questions that you get to discuss after the show or maybe before the show. Number one, do you actively engage in social media to promote your trade show appearances? That may be a yes or no question, but it bears longer discussion. Number two, do you have a dedicated social media staff or attending shows? Again, who is that? If not, do you hire a third party? And if so, how does that work? Number four, how are social media postings shared with your staff? Do they know about what's going on? Uh, number five, how effectively do your social media staffers post valuable and interesting content? And do you coach them on that? Do you talk to them about that, about what may be uh, inappropriate? Number six, do you run any contests on social media to drive booth traffic? If so, you know, discuss what worked, what didn't, why didn't it work, why it did work. Number seven, which social media platforms does your company use? Which are the most popular and uh, any metrics that you have? Detail them out, talk about them. And number eight, are there any platforms you think you should be on, but for some reason you're not? Uh, check out the whole book along with my Trade Show Superheroes book on Amazon. All right, wrapping up one good thing this week. We have one good thing, and it's the, uh, the playoffs. The NBA playoffs are here, rooting for my Blazers. They won the first two games as of this recording. There's another game in a couple of hours. By the time this posts on Monday morning, uh, two more games will be in the book, so uh, we'll see what happens. All right, have yourself a great week, and uh, thanks for tuning in for the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee.